Hello and welcome back. This is the Salvation Comes Podcast and I'm Gail Cousins. I want to ask you a question. How much thinking do you do? If you're at all like me, then you think way too much and you need the help of Jesus to keep it all together and on track. Well, thankfully, the living God thinks many good thoughts about his children. And in this episode, you will hear more of just how his thinking is and his thoughts are about us. This message is titled, Many Are His Thoughts Toward Us. It was originally written August 18th, 2016. Many are my thoughts toward you, toward all of you, and concerning all of my children. Indeed, this is so, for I am a great God with a therefore great mind. Truly boundless and boundaryless is my mind. What is mind? Well, the philosophers think and think, search and search, ponder and ponder, trying with all of their human might to know what the mind is, and they have for millennia. But who is the one who knows? Let me help you with the answer by re-asking the question. Who is the one, capital O, who, capital W, knows? None other than your creator. It is truly none other than the creator, the creator of all things who knows the mind. I know all minds. I know, of course, my mind. I know the human mind, all of them, and I know the mind of spirits, all of them. And they do have minds, spirits do. Some of their minds are corrupt and thoroughly corrupt. These are the ones who by their own choice of disobedience and rebellion left my presence and the abode of my presence. And these are the ones who were formed thereafter. The minds of my angels, that is of those who remain in my service and in my presence, they too have minds. What of animals? That's a topic for later discussion. There are many, many, many life forms. I'm a great creator and I have done and I have created many things, many living things and living things beget more living things. This is the way of life. This is the way of the I am. I create, it's what I am and what I do. Now what of you? You who are made in my image and according to my likeness, what of you? What is the mind useful for? What does it achieve? What is its purpose? What is its design? What is it? We know it is powerful. Both you and I know that the mind is a powerful thing. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. That is powerful. So we have the heart and we have the mind. Is that the same thing? Are those two the same things? You tell me. What do you think? What do you believe? With God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. What does that mean? What does that mean to you? Now that's a good question, isn't it? Isn't that a good question? How do you answer it? It is to you according to your faith. Isn't that what I told the woman? It was her faith. It is according to your faith. I see many things about you. I see many things about you. I know many things about you. In fact, I know all things about you. In fact, I know even more than all things about you. 
I know what is and what is not. What does that mean? Well, there are the things you see and there are the things you do not see, but that I do. How's that? Come again, you say? For some of you, for many of you, this conversational tone is a bit too much. Too much like man and not enough like God. Well, how should I talk to you? What would be the best way for me to speak to a being that I know and that I know full well? A being that I know through and through. I am with you, my children. I am with you. And his name shall be called Emmanuel, which means God is with us. So how should I speak to someone I am with? Do you get my point? I know you. I know all about you. Every thought you have thought, every word you have spoken, everything you have seen and have heard and have touched and tasted, I know. I know all. I know everything there is to know about you. I have seen and heard it all, especially as it pertains to each one of you, my children. For about my children, I am very attentive. I know every hair on your head. Now that is written. That is in the Bible. I have counted your every hair. I have counted it. I have counted them, your hair. Now that's attention to detail, wouldn't you say? Yes, and that is close. That is very close attention to detail. That's on your whole head, your entire head. And that's an active count, as you have had many, many hairs upon your head. Some of you more than others, of course. These are very fine things, hairs. Why hair? It's the covering of your head. It concerns me. I mean to say that it's important to me. I created it. I created you. And I know it covers you. I cover you if you are my child. And I am a cover for you if you are in order beneath my son. If you are in order in my son. He is your head. He is to be your head. Obedience is the way of this. You are in my son as you walk with my son. This is obedience. Agreement with my son. Agreement with the word of God. For how can two walk together unless they be agreed? What is it to know something or someone? What does it take? It takes for you to be a part of whatever or whoever the thing is that you know. You are a part of it in some measure. In order to know, you must take part. You must be a part in some way, in some measure. That is knowing. That is how you come to know. By interacting, by engaging with, by and through learning. The following was added March 1st, 2018. And so I know you. And so I want to know you more. I want to know you better. How is this? How is this for the one who says he knows all things and that he knows you through and through? And this is true. I do know you and I do know you through and through. But what I want, I said, is to know you better. Now listen, I just said at the end of the previous date that one comes to know someone or something by interacting with, by engaging with, through learning. So how well do I know you? In other words, how much have I interacted with you? Have I engaged with you? How much have you 
then done so with me. I told you, it is written in my word, many are the thoughts that I have toward you. Many are the thoughts. I think things about you that you do not know. I think all good things about you. I see all good things about you. Now will those things I think, will those things I see, will they come to you? Will they be made known to you? Will they be made known by you? They, these things, these many, many things, they are in my mind. Who knows the mind of God, the spirit of God? He knows the mind. He knows the every thought of the mind of God. He is, in fact, God himself. So there you go. Now, I want, that is to say, that it is my will and my desire that you also know these thoughts that I have toward you. But how is it that this, my will, how is it that this is accomplished? For two to walk together, that is, for them to walk in step upon the same path, heading in the same direction, walking toward the same goal and destination, for these two to walk together, they must, they absolutely must be in agreement. They must have agreed to meet up at a certain place in time. They must have agreed to meet and then to walk out from that place of meeting according to some kind of plan, some kind of design, according to some kind of arrangement. Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree that in order for those two to reach a destination together and in a pleasing and harmonious manner, so in truth, that they must be in agreement? This is called an appointment, an arranged time of meeting. I have made many appointments with man, with men, to include women, but many, if not most, are not kept. How do I know of this appointment, one might ask? It is in your heart. The schedule is in your heart. These are moments of prayer, of lifting your eyes, of opening your heart, of lifting your heart to your Creator, and seeking from Him His will for you, seeking from Him His face. This you have come to call prayer. These are appointments with the living God which I have set with you in your heart. I call from your heart. I love you, my children. I paid a great price, a great price to have you as my own, to come to know you as my own, as one beloved of God. You are a living being and to receive life, you must give life. This is called exchange. And this is how you have healthy relationships with other living beings, human or God, even animal. So to know the living God and for the living God to know you, you must give of me your life. You must give of yourself your life. I am the one who gives you that ability. I am the one that, who, gives you that ability from within you. It is by my spirit, the one who knows also the mind of God. He is the one that searches the deep things, the deep places. He is the one that will enable you to interact with the living God, to exchange with me in a way that will produce fruit, the fruit of the knowledge of having come into knowing the living God. I get more of you and you get more of me. I will then know you better and you, me. Do you see? You are living, a person with personality. I am also living, a person with personality, with personhood. Yes, I am far greater than you, but you are like me, and I made you in a way, in such a way, that I could have communion with you, a living relationship between two living beings. This is so. So come to me and learn of me. 
here, learn of my many thoughts toward you. Live in them. They will make you whole. I will make you whole. The more of a thing you know, the more of a thing you learn, the more time you spend with a person or a thing, the more like them you become. I want you like me. I have willed you to become like me, and I made the way, the way for this to be. The way is in my son. The way is my son, and his name is Jesus. It is Yeshua. There are other human languages who have a spelling and sound of that name, but the person is the same. The name is the same, and it is the only name given among men by which a person can call upon the Holy God and be saved by him. You call me, I come. You call me, I am here. I love you. Now come and know this for yourself. Come and learn my way. It is not a hard way. I do not place burdens upon you. Only you, only the giving of your life. But believe me, the exchange is worth it. Your life for my life. My life for your life. I already did the hard thing. I came down to you. I became you. Now you can come to me. You can become me. As me. No, not God, but as God, like God, a son of God, a daughter, an offspring, a child, my image and my likeness. You can be made one with the living God. That is my will for you. Agree with me. Agree with me. Walk with me and see it done. We will get there together. I am with you. This is one of the many wonders of the living God, who is your father, if you will him to be. So that concludes the message. And here are some scriptures to go along with it. Psalm 45, that's Psalm 40, verse 5. Proverbs 23, 7. Mark 10, verse 27. And Mark 14, verse 36. Matthew 9, 22. Isaiah 7, 14. Matthew 1, 23. Matthew 10, 30. Luke 12, 7, Amos 3, 3, Psalm 40, verse 5, again, and 1 Corinthians 2, 10 through 11, and Acts 4, 12. Thanks for listening. In Jeremiah 29, 11, the living God says to us, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Let's trust him for that. Let's believe what he says to us. Let's trust his love and care and his ability to plan exceedingly well for us. You can read this message on the Salvation Comes website, salvationcomes.com. Until next time, remember, be ready for salvation is coming.